and to our music ministry for that. Thank you very much. So, there's this uh, couple, been together for a couple of months. She was waiting for him to propose, it just wasn't coming. And wouldn't you know, Jane was her name. All of a sudden, Jane, Jane received $10 million when her grandfather passed away. Who would have thought, but Michael proposed the following week. <laughs> now, after a few months of married life, Jane noticed that actually her very, uh, very uh, good-looking, very witty, very funny, very nice husband wasn't necessarily taking, uh, paying as much attention to her as he was to others when they were going out. And she even caught him flirting with some other people uh, every so often. So she decided that she just needed to confront him. So she goes up to him and says, let me just ask you, was the only reason you married me because my grandfather left me $10 million when he died? And with a disbelief in his face, he said, don't be ridiculous. I don't care who gave you that money. <laughs> okay, it's a little bit of a mean one, I think, but and it is connected to what I want to share with you about and it invites us, I know, we, we've never mind. Okay, um, so it just invites me into just remembering, right? Like, where does our supply comes from? Where does our money come from? Where does our prosperity come from? Where does our health come from? Where does our joy come from? Where do the resources that we have in life to move through life, where do they come from? And are we conscious of it as much as maybe we think like we'd want to be conscious of that? Right? And so as we are moving into the season of the great given things, the holiday season where we get to not only think about like who are the people that are generous with us, right? And how life has been generous with us so that we can be in gratitude and so that we are in gratitude. And we also move into thinking about how we want to express our love and our generosity to others. It's a really um, powerful time to really center ourselves in unity and in my life. I believe that the source of all the resources, the uh, source of all of my good is God. God is the one that has provided all of the opportunities, all of the possibilities, all of the avenues, all of the channels by which I believe myself and know myself and feel myself thriving in life. If you know me, hopefully you can see that, you know, that I really feel grateful, I really feel empowered, and I really feel like I've been very blessed, right? Like in my relationships, at work, in this community, in the ways I get to show up. And so, I take time to really think about, you know, everything that God has provided for me and the ways in which I can show my gratitude for that which has been entrusted to me. And so I can think about the generosity of what's been shared with me and also the generosity of what I get to share with others. And there is power in not only remembering and knowing that God is our source, but that um, we can also step into that spirit of generosity and so Julie started us off with her testimony. By the way, can we give Julie some love? She went right into the Daily Word, so we didn't get to thank her for the testimony. You're going to know one more thing about Julie before the end of today's service. But, you know, um, she started us off with, you know, a Bible verse on tithing itself. And there are so many Bible verses that deal with generosity, with giving, with tithing itself. Um, you have 2 Corinthians chapter 9, verses 11. 
you will be enriched in every way for your great generosity. Acts 20.35 says, it is more blessed to give than to receive. And in Proverbs 11.25, a generous person will prosper. Whoever refreshes others will be refreshed. And it's not just in the Christian sacred text, right? Um, Buddha uh, said, if I knew as I do the power of giving, you would not let a single meal pass without sharing some of it. And from the Bhagavad Gita, the Hindu sacred text, from the wealth you have earned by rightful means, take out one-tenth as a matter of duty and give it away. And so we see that this idea of the power of generosity and the power of giving and ourselves being open to recognizing how we can be good stewards of the resources that have been given to us, it transcends, right, religious lines and faith communities. And I believe it's because it's just something that we actually just know. I really believe that if we let go and release the judgments, the resentments, uh, our uh, lack consciousness, thoughts that we are limited and that our life um, is to be limited, which are just thoughts, right? If we release those, what remains is a true understanding and a true wisdom that we are abundant, that we are uh, provided for, and that generosity is just a natural state of being for us. And maybe we just have um, covered it up by all of the challenges and all of the difficulties and some of the stuff that we've had to move through along the way. And it's there. And there's something that already knows it. Because, I mean, think about the times that you have been generous and that you have given of yourself. Especially when you do, do it in a way of showing gratitude. How does that feel? It feels good, right? And you kind of know the feeling. You already are connected to that feeling. And so that is sort of the energy that I really want us to invite us into. And to recognize that the more that we are in the flow of that generosity that we know got to be, and that we know while well, the song was, let make me a channel, right? And so that we can be a channel of that generosity. But I think the moments when we open ourselves up to being the channels, we'll soon realize that we're actually just embodying those things, right? It is part of our own divine nature. We no longer have to channel it. It's just something that we are and something that we bring to the world. And as we do that, we grow our trust. We grow our faith. And I believe that if you are experiencing any kind of difficulty or challenge, like I've experienced and sometimes experienced difficulty and challenge, one of the ways in which we can really open ourselves up to see beyond the difficulty and challenge to the answer, to the possibility, to the opportunity, to the blessing that is on the other side of it and actually within it is by opening ourselves up, letting go of the fears, letting go of the limitations and just allowing ourselves to step into faith through the practice of gratitude and generosity. And the more that we trust the universe, the more that we trust God, I believe we start learning more fully the power of trust. And so more is trusted to us. More love, more grace, more money. How many of you would like a little bit more money? <laughs> yeah. Abundance, when we talk about abundance, abundance is in relationships. How are we showing up? How are we experiencing our relationships? How are we experiencing our jobs? How are we taking steps to move into what we know to be our vision and purpose for our life and how we are meant to be and what we are meant to share in life? And yes, it means financial freedom. 
And you know, it's so interesting because I know that there's like sometimes fear, even within me, for example, as a minister, to talk about money and doing a little bit of research, right? Like, uh, and looking at it out of like the 35 parables that Jesus is said to have taught from in the gospels, 16 of them deal with money. So there's something there, right? And a lot of times it's especially money that brings up some of those challenges and issues that so many of us have about receiving and living into what is being provided, right? Like how many of us have thought like we're not worthy of that, right? Like we've been so uh, run down by jobs, right? Or employment that really doesn't honor the truth of who we are that we start to believe that, well, all jobs are going to be that way. I don't, and then I'm not worthy of seeking out a different way of being. And I'm not worthy of experiencing love, gratitude, grace, abundance, prosperity within employment. We are so worthy of experiencing abundance and the generosity of God in every single aspect of our life. And the more that we seek God first in all of our affairs, the more that we will be able to live into that. One of the things that I really recognize is when I'm going through a challenge or a difficulty, you know, um, it takes some time, right, to take a breath <laughs> and even and ask myself, where is God in this? How is God showing up? What's the possibility? What's the potential? What's the blessing that is here? And one of the things that I believe spiritual practices do for us is that it makes the time between getting lost in our affairs and getting lost in our difficulties and challenges and getting to the place of, trust and faith it makes that space a little shorter right and sometimes it's as short as this for me sometimes it takes a little bit long sometimes it takes a little longer my husband shouldn't say anything because sometimes it takes me a lot more time but yet here we are with the practices that can really support us in moving deeper into trust and faith that god provides because the reality is that god has provided everything that we have lived into and the things that we have and the resources that are at disposal the source of that good is god and the more that we look to god and get to know god more fully how many of you part of your spiritual journey is because you just want to get to know god more fully you want to experience god more fully right that's part of that spiritual journey and what is within us that is sort of like seeking to be seen and felt and experienced, right? To know God more fully. How many of you have heard that um, uh, saying, uh, the way to know somebody is to walk a mile in their shoes? Right, you've heard that, yes? Well, the same I think can be thought of through God, right? Like the more that we walk in God's shoes, the more that we will get to know in a very intimate way what God is and what God is within me and ask me. And so if we believe that God is love, can we embody love so that we know God's love more fully? If we believe God to be peace, can we be that peace so that we know the peace of God more fully? And the same goes with abundance and prosperity and generosity and the power of generosity. If we believe that God is a generous God, then can we be generous ourselves? And as we move through the process of being generous and the act of being generous, can we take a moment to recognize, oh, this is the very essence of God. And we no longer have to read about it because we're experiencing God in the moment, experiencing a deeper way of really understanding everything that God is for us. And to feel generosity of life or to be in the generosity of giving to life opens us up for life to be even more generous with us. 
And we have to start to embody not only that which we know God to be, but it's really an invitation to start to embody that which we want to receive more of. Joe Dispenza says, Dr. Joe Dispenza says, the quantum field responds not to what we want, it responds to who we are being. And so the question is, who are you being? Are we being abundant or are we being limiting? Are we being generous or are we being stingy? Are we being faithful or are we being fearful? And that's a choice that we get to make. And it's a choice that we make, uh, get to make moment by moment. And especially right now, a choice that I'm asking all of us to commit to. To recognize what it is and what's the essence of how we are showing up in our life. And to me, um, the power and the, of the practice of tithing is what has gotten me to walk in those shoes. It is what has gotten me to look beyond the limitations and beyond the fears that I may have, right? Because tithing as a practice, and we're going to talk a little bit more about this, is really about stepping through the limitations. Tithing, the idea of tithing is to give back to God before anything else, to honor, to acknowledge, to see, to invite an awareness of God moment by moment in all of the channels that we are receiving prosperity and abundance and we are uh, being resourced with and to be able to hold and be in that space of just trusting and having faith in God. Now, I know that some of you are, gonna, are saying to yourself, like, well, what is tithing? Because maybe you're not from a faith tradition that has had it um, before. And some of you are from some faith traditions that have taught tithing. And I will say, you know, there are um, spiritual communities and faith traditions that sometimes it just feels like they're always asking for money. They're always asking to, you know, have more power and get more and get more and get more. And I get it. And so I know that sometimes we've built ourselves up to kind of like, you know, um, keep that as a distance from us. And we're going to talk about money and we're going to talk about tithing and we're going to talk about the practice and the benefits of that. And so, yes, your thought may be, well, here we go again. They want our money. I was going to say, no, 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 no. But actually, I want to be very honest with you. I do want your money. I do want your money to support Unity on the Bay, our programs, you know, who we are, our Sunday experience, right? It takes money for the lights, for the band, for all of these things. So yes, I welcome your money. And that's not the reason we're talking about money, right? If, if that was the reason, I just ask you for that money. But there is a spiritual principle and there's a spiritual practice with this that I believe can really not only, yes, allow Unity on the Bay to have its lights on, but that can allow each and every one of us to experience more of God and more of our faith in God in our experiences. And so tithing is that ancient and spiritual practice of giving back to God. I began tithing in my um, 20s, my mid-20s, um, or at least that's when I kind of like got my little feet wet with it. Um, but uh, some of you know a little bit of my history. You know, my 20s was when I came to Unity in the Bay, and I was not kind of having the kind of life that I'm having now. You know, there was a lot of struggle. There was a lot of challenges. Um, there was a lot of decisions that I was making that really weren't um, from the place of faith and from the place of trust and knowing my worth. And so I go back and forth, right? Like I tithe one week and then I'm like, oh God, the next paycheck's gonna be a little lower. So I won't tithe this next week. I'll tithe later, knowing full well that I wasn't gonna tithe later, right? Like, so we played these, I played these mind games with it. 
and my trust and my faith just wasn't there until my 30s. And that's when, you know, things just shifted for me. And I really started to employ the practice of tithing um, as the resources in a much more committed way. And looking back on it, I was, I was thinking about it this week. I mean, it really was in my 30s that my life began to shift. That's the power of tithing. It is a shift in consciousness that it invites us into. And that shift in consciousness is the reason why I have the relationship that I have with my husband, my family, that I get to be up here with each and every one of you. It is why I thrive. It is why I no longer live paycheck to paycheck. Some of you know that sometimes it wasn't me living just paycheck to paycheck because there was no paycheck sometimes, right? And I had to figure out how to deal with it. And sometimes I dealt with it in ways that really showed that I didn't feel worthy of being supported, loved, cared for, or lifted up. And I'm glad I moved through it. And I'm glad that I had the practices that brought me through it also. And so tithing is really about giving back in the three uh, main areas that, I, that we receive resources in. Money, our skills and our talents, how we show up for people, our volunteering, uh, and also the time that we have, right? Like, how valuable is the resource of time for us? Very valuable. How valuable is, the, is money, right? Financial freedom for us. And how important is it for us to feel like we're making a difference in the world, right? And so tithing really invites us to push through any limitations that we have thought um, stand between us and God and that which God is providing to us and really opens us up to it more fully. And so money, it's okay to talk about it. It may be uncomfortable for you. It may be uncomfortable for you to hear it from me. And I'm asking you to be okay with being a little uncomfortable because as Neil Donald Walsh says, it is beyond our comfortability where life really begins to take shape. Now, my spiritual practice um, with money is the one that most opened me up to thriving because it was the one that I had the most issues with. It was the one that had the most monkey mind thoughts and chatter. No, you shouldn't tithe. No, you should just give over here. You need it more than they do. It's a spiritual practice. It's not about need. It's about how are we showing up for God first before we pay our bills, right? And we do, and we uh, pay our bills. I was thinking about this for our possessions, for the things that we have. Well, what if we first think of God, right? In that before paying our bills. And again, remind ourselves that God is the source of our good. So I want to talk to you a little bit more about the benefits of it. But before that, there were two men who were on their private jet and it came down and it uh, got into this little island, it crashed into this little island. And one of the men ran around and came back and said, we're screwed. There's no food. There's no water. We're all alone in this island. The other guy says, don't you worry, like being all just comfortable, folded his arms and said, we're not screwed. I make over $100,000 a month. And before he could finish that sentence, the guy said, you didn't hear me. There's no food. There's no water. There's nobody here in this island. He's like, you didn't let me finish. I make over $100,000 a month, and I tithe 10% of that every month to the church. Don't you worry. My pastor, he's going to find us. <laughs> I, I might send you an email. I might send you an email. But, okay, benefits of tithing. So, again, uh, for money and for finan the finances, um, the easier way to think about it is 10% at the top. 10% because it's just, you know, it's an easy number, right? Metaphysically, it means the number of multiplication. 
So as we give that 10%, we trust that it, our blessing will be multiplied. And it's a starting point. It's just an easy way to move the uh, decimal point. And then as you continue to become more and more comfortable with generosity, just allow it to continue to express itself through you. And when we do commit to tithing, benefits, one again, we've just made God our primary intention that we have as Matthew 6, says, but strive first for the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things will be given to you as well. So when a challenge comes, when a difficulty comes, we don't get stuck in the challenge and difficulty, but we think of God first. And every time we do that, doesn't it just get a little easier the next time? And so again, the practice of tithing is to do just that, to help us make it easier to remember God in all of our affairs. Another benefit of tithing, that we begin to see ourselves as worthy. See, that's the practice of um, generosity to me. Because so many times, one of the reasons that stops me from being generous is, well, I don't have enough. Or I'm not enough. Or what I can contribute is not enough, right? Have you ever had those thoughts come up for yourself? Well, all of a sudden... We are being generous, we are giving, and we are reminded that what we do and how we do it does make an impact. Charles Fillmore, co-founder, says, it is God's good pleasure to give us the kingdom and all that God has is ours, but we must have the faith and the courage to claim it. We can't claim something if we're not feeling worthy of it. And so the more that we do the work of knowing that what we do through generosity in the world um, is an expression of that which is already within us, the more that we understand ourselves as worthy, the more that we're going to be willing to claim our good, to no longer go for the okay job, but go for the job, to no longer go for the small little dream, but to go to the dream that is really within our hearts and within our minds that we want to live into. The third benefit I want to share with you is that we really do move from, I've moved, from lack consciousness to the consciousness of abundance, the consciousness of plenty, that I have plenty, that I have enough for that which is meant to be mine. And so tithing does push through our limitations. If we think we don't have enough time, how many of you have thought that? I don't have enough time to do the things that I want to do. Well, when you tithe your time, you recognize you have the time if you prioritize the time for the things that you want. If you don't think that you have anything uh, of yourself to give to the world, when you tithe and you uh, become a volunteer and you serve, all of a sudden you recognize that your presence, even just showing up, makes an impact and makes a difference in the life of other individuals. And all of a sudden you know that you are not only worthy, but you are a blessing to those around you. And the same thing can be said about money. If you don't think you have enough money, um, to do the things that you want to do, then give of your money. Because in that process, you start to recognize that you will be taken care of and that as you give, so you shall receive. And that as you give, all of a sudden, the opportunities show up in greater and greater ways. A lot of people think that um, they just can't make it, right? Um, they can't make the tithe. I just don't have enough to make it. I'm here to tell you that I don't think that uh, we can't tithe, right? Like that um, uh, when we keep ourselves from that level of generosity, what we're really doing is limiting our good. Eric Butterworth, Unity, found, uh, Unity Minister, says, you are the windows of heaven, and you will be poured out as a blessing. And because you are in the flow of limitless substance by reason of your commitment to generosity, and actually the original quote says, tithing, 
The blessing that you become is more than sufficient to deal with any situation and to meet any and all requirements. The fourth and the main um, benefit of tithing for me is that it just deepens our faith. It deepens our faith. There's a story that our um, founders um, realized that they just didn't have enough money to make payroll uh, many, many moons ago, right, at Unity Village. And so they called the staff in so that they can go into prayer. And one of the employees with a beautiful, uh, gracious, and generous heart says, well, yes, let's, let us pray that the money holds out. And it is said that our co-founder Myrtle said, no, no, let us pray that our faith holds out. How many times have we tested our faith? And how many times have we given ourselves the, the blessing and the opportunity to really step into faith? And so if you're seeking to have greater faith so that you can you know, pay your bills on time, choose faith and choose the practices that grow your faith. If you are feeling stuck at a job, choose faith. If you have a relationship to men, choose faith. If you um, are, are going through a healing challenge, uh, choose faith. And the choice of faith becomes easier and easier with every choice that we make. If we don't think we have enough, let us have faith that we will be provided for. And especially as we're moving through the most deep and rooted um, feelings and beliefs that we have around money and around our prosperity, the greater the blessing will be. Now, um, Julie, um, it just worked out because I didn't think I was going to speak about this, but I've known Julie, who gave the testimonial for many years, and she's part of my abundance also. Um, some of you have heard the story. So um, about 10 years ago, we were um, moving into our new home, my husband and I and our son. Um, we had just signed the contract. We had just gotten the key, and we were just going into the, through the garage with our sofa into our new home. It was a Friday. Tom was supposed to start a new job on Monday. He gets a phone call. We put the sofa down. He picks up the phone, and it's the new job that says HR made a mistake. They didn't do all their due diligence and everything that they needed to do, and he wasn't going to be able to start his job on Monday. It was going to be a semester, maybe even two, before he could go and teach and be in that job. What would be most of our responses in that moment? Ah. Right? Ah, and I could see it. I could see it in Tom's eyes, right? But there was something, again, it's that faith that all of a sudden shows up because you've done the practices and you've gone through the motions that it just starts to show up in greater ways. And something within me said, you know what, Tom? Let's just trust this. You know, take some time to know what it is you really want to do and to really what's going to bring you joy. And let's just, the only thing I ask you is that you not ask me to stop tithing. Because it is through tithing that I know that I can trust and have faith that we will be taken care of. About three months later, Julie actually called Tom and said, you know, Tom, I think I have the perfect job for you and you should apply. He applied, he got the job, and three months in, right, of this time of uncertainty, he started making twice, if not a little bit more, than what he would have made at the other job. Right? The power of faith and the power of trust in that moment. Now, Arthur Brooks, he's a researcher, he's actually shown that the more generous somebody is, the more in the long run they'll end up making. Not that the more money you have, the more generous you are, but the more generous you are, you actually start to build more wealth. That's just 
science, <laughs> right? And I'm not going to stand up here and tell you that by tithing, you're going to be rich. You could, but I'm not going to promise that. What I'm going to promise is that you will be blessed. And if you think about it, isn't that the feeling and the consciousness that we want to just feel the blessing of God in our day-to-day -day lives? So the invitation is for you to try it out. The invitation is for you to step into it with faith and to not think about it too much because guess what? I've been there. The moment that I was thinking too much about it, what the monkey mind tells us, the million reasons why we shouldn't try something out. How many of you have experienced that where you're invited into an opportunity and all of a sudden all the reasons why you shouldn't do it show up and it stops you or delays you. But then you do it once and you realize, why didn't I do this before? Why didn't I just allow this before? I'm going to invite you to feel that way and to move into tithing in that same way with that same faith. Catherine Ponder says, sometimes persons of moderate means feel that it would be a hardship to begin tithing and dismiss it as a practice for the rich. However, the consistent practice of tithing is a means of establishing anyone in consciousness of consistent giving, which opens the way to consistent receiving. As our ushers come forward, and the ushers have something for you from Unity on the Bay. Not only do you um, receive from Unity on the Bay, hear this, we receive from each and every one of you. You each are a part of the spiritual nourishment that is Unity on the Bay. And so our ushers are coming forward with an envelope for you. And as uh, you're receiving that, just join me in affirming that through the power of generosity, we can show up in the world with trust and faith in God. And so affirm with me, I am being poured out as a blessing and I am blessed. Do you believe that? Just say that with me. I am being poured out as a blessing and I am blessed. Turn to somebody near you and say that out loud. I am being poured out as a blessing and I am blessed. And now just put your hand to your heart and say it one more time. I am being poured out as a blessing, and I am blessed. Remember, we are the windows of heaven, and we get to choose to allow heaven here and now. We are the windows of heaven, and so we get to open ourselves up to be poured out into the world, not only so that we and others can live heaven on earth, but that through our faith, we can all be lifted up. That is the power of generosity, that is the power of tithing, and that is the power of taking the practices to trust and have faith in God. Everyone, be blessed, receive this gift from us as a blessing and as a gratitude, and let it be what invites you into even greater generosity with God. Namaste.